And I said, that's not a camel. That's my wife. Hey. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, you. Hi. Welcome to Code Red on Air. I have no clue what that was. This, nothing's good. Trying your best. Uh, I am... Cody, also known as Arma, and I'm joined by Aaron. Dave, also known as Buster. Aaron. You're just going to interrupt <laughs> my intro also, like that? Leaf, also known as Mixed Code Red. <laughs> Ryan, also known as Interone. And Connor, also known as Spooky Bro. And today, it's not scripted. We're just going to rant about random things. We Welcome to uh, what's going to be either the worst or the best episode of TCR on air. We're not sure yet. As you can <laughs> see, it's extremely organized, so you know that you're getting great content. Leaf, do you want to rant about Invincible? Yes, but um, you have to earn that. Oh. Basically, today, we're just going to talk about the things that we've been doing that have been keeping us happy because we've all been super busy with the horror, the horror, Whoa. The horror known as online school. So we haven't had much time to like Long. do things. We've done not them, but like... Anything. Yeah, no. I'm not like, we're actually, as you know, none of us have any level of education and we can't read. But in the meantime, we've had a bunch of games, shows, movies that we've been watching, keeping us happy. And yes, um, if you haven't watched Invincible on Amazon Prime, it is... You suck. I wouldn't say that. However, you're missing out because it is the best... No, hands down. Listen, we're making a superhero comic, but this is my favorite superhero show. I never read the comics because it was a comic like a decade ago. The show's so good. However, if you don't like gore and if you don't like seeing blood... Don't watch it, please, for the love of God. However, if you're okay with that, um, it, it's amazing. It's amazing. And Ryan hates everything, and even Ryan likes it. There's going to be spoilers, so you've been warned. Yeah, there's going to be spoilers yeah. about lots of things. We hey, will I- issue spoiler warnings every time, like, once we switch to different topics. See, this is just going to be the episode where, arguably, the five most organized members of TCR come together to make the most unorganized podcast episode. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. For all you listening at home, this episode today, we completely forgot we were recording today. That's why we're unorganized. Like, I'm just going to say it. We we forgot. That's how busy we've been. So Mm -hmm. we are just going to talk about stuff. I already kind of started. Do you want me to keep going about Invincible? Go for it. Has this ever happened to you? You're taking uh, your your toilet's clogged, and you can't unclog it because you don't own a plunger. Well, you should invest a plunger. And cool. that's the plot wow. of Invincible. Then that brings us to today's sponsor, the plunger. We're now sponsored by H2O. <laughs> anyway, um, in all seriousness... The show? So if you guys watched <laughs> our episode on theater, if you did, ha, that means you're a theater kid. Just kidding. Loser. It well, might just mean you like our content. And if you like our content, thanks. We love you. But if you're um, a theater kid, we hate you. Yeah. Ugh, just <laughs> um, the whole point of that was, I was just going to say that you'll know the story of how I accidentally fell in love with the High School Musical series. That's what happened with Invincible. I just started seeing posts about it. And then I found out that the main character is voiced by Stephen Young. And I was like, whew, I'm sold. And then J.K. Simmons is in it too. I'm like, whew. And then a bunch of other actors I like are in it. And I'm like, whew. And, uh. I'll kind of spiral from there. Basic premise, I'll give you I'll give you the gist of it. Basically, Stephen Young's dad is J.K. Simmons. Um, 
period. That's it. That's the show. It's kind of weird seeing J.K. Simmons in that. I mean, I don't know. I, I just was kind of surprised that they got J.K. Simmons to be in the show for whatever reason. It's less surprising when you remember that he's also Tenzin in Legend of Korra. Yeah, I don't know. But it, it, it's just like, it, it's weird seeing J.K. Simmons in a role that's yeah. not um, yeah. J. Jonah so, Jameson, especially when he's he looks like J. Jonah Jameson in the show. I, I didn't even think of that. He's so known for J. Jonah Jameson where he hates superheroes. Now, in Invincible, he plays Omni-Man, who is the best superhero in the world. Um, so basically that's the whole premise is that J.K. Simmons is Omni-Man. He is just a knockoff of Superman. That's the joke. His whole origin is just a spoof on Superman's. And his son, Mark, um, has finally hit puberty for the second time. And by that, I mean he got superpowers. And so now he's handling superhero life and having relationships and a stereotypical, gay, stereotypical gay best friend. Yes. And you're like, you're thinking you're like, okay, that's just Spider-Man, but he's Superman's son. You're right, but it's not because you're Ron and you're an idiot. You're not, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I actually don't mean that. No, they mean it. Seems pretty simple. No, they mean it. Yeah, they mean, yeah, it. They mean it entirely. They do mean it. I'm going home. I'm actually in my house right now. <laughs> and the premise sounds simple of just super, uh, Superman players. Okay. Omni-Man's son gets powers. Okay. But, um giving much away the first episode instantly shows you why this is not so simple but even then where else can you find a super dude and his super son playing baseball in the sky but instead of tossing the ball to each other they throw it around the entire planet to catch it you don't get that because superman doesn't spend time with his son it's true he's a deadbeat dad yeah just kidding um i have not read any of the comics with superman and his son jonathan so don't recommend that invisible Invincible starts off like a bunch of cliches that you predict. It's like, oh, wow, secret identity. But the more you get into it, the more it kind of comes to its own. And you realize what it's doing. Because a lot of it at the start especially parodies other superhero tropes. But then once you really get into what makes Invincible Invincible, like, I, I, I can't even. I'm At this point in time, when you're listening to this, not when we're recording, I probably have some Invincible merch now. Because, uh, oh my goodness, if you're listening to this right now and season two hasn't been announced yet, I'm going to cry. Because so far, next week, this will give you an idea of when we're recording. Next week, the last episode of season one comes out and we don't have a second season renewed yet. Uh, and they have a 10-year running comic that they they want to adapt the whole thing of. So I need more. I need more. They deserve a second season. Though I will say, um, one of the problems that I had with the show is that the first four episodes are basically nothing but setup, and then afterwards that's, the things actually start moving along. Yeah, that's that's true. It's a lot of seed planting. That that's where it, it kind of starts around the the what you'd expect, but then the seeds start planting, and then once you, I'd say once you get into episode four and onward, then they start sprouting. Episode 7 just came out, and oh man, they're in full bloom now. Now you've got yourself a cabbage. Oh, and next week we're going to eat the cabbage, and then we're going to cry because there's no more cabbage, because they won't renew the second season. Speaking of second season, no, no, speaking of fifth seasons, Infinity, I won't talk about Infinity Train without faith. Once you get back, we'll talk about Infinity Train. So, yeah, Invincible is literally freaking amazing. An all-star cast. If you watch The Walking Dead, it's made by the people who made The Walking Dead comics. So, 
that's a tidbit. Also, Clancy Brown, the voice of Mr. Krabs, plays a demon. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A demon detective, that is. Demon detective, Mr. Krabs, he's still red and chunky, so, like, it's just Mr. Krabs. <laughs> so, it, honestly, the cast, the cast is, like, not even the people who play the characters, but the characters themselves are all really lovable and interesting for the most part. Except for William. Just kidding. I like William. Kinda. William Afton? Yes. <laughs> William okay. Afton. But Purple yes. guy? Um. Oh my god. Invincible is it's just the best non-Marvel superhero property I have seen in a long time. Amazon Prime also has The Boys. It's like they're really hitting it off with gory superhero shows. Invincible, Maybe. love it way more than The Boys. Way more. You should check it out if it sounds interesting. But if you don't like gore, please don't watch it. Just, just um. It's very, very violent. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's honestly raised my tolerance because I had to to be able to watch it. But speaking of superhero shows that are owned by Marvel, uh, here we go. Do we want to talk about the Disney Plus shows? Go for it. Yes. Story. Flashback to when we talked about movies and shows, and we we're like, the Disney Plus shows are coming. Uh, today, Falcon and the Winter Soldier just ended, or should we say, Captain America and the Winter Soldier just ended. WandaVision's been out, finished for a while, and at the time this is airing, Loki is probably coming out right now. But, um, sorry. I'm just gonna quickly hand the mic to Connor, because I've talked too much. Connor, you can give your thoughts about WandaVision first. Here you go. WandaVision, love it. I love the direction they took with it. I love how unique it was from all of, like, the movies, because they were able, since it's in the, in kind of like a TV show format, obviously, I like how they were able to, like, kind of have more freedom with it, uh, because it's not a whole bunch of plot condensed in a few hours. It's, like... Uh, yeah. And it all makes sense, kind of. Uh... A little. It makes sense, in the sense that it makes no sense. But it makes sense. You're confused. Um, the whole point of the show is that it starts out as a mystery, and you're supposed to be confused. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I love WandaVision so much. But you know what I like more than WandaVision? Because character. I love Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'm going to stop you right there. If you haven't guessed it yet, um, Connor's a Sebastian Stan Stan. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. So, it's just an awesome show. Like, I, at the beginning, I was a little skeptical, because I was like, oh, this is just going to be like the movies. I was wrong. Uh, what? Oh, I just said no to it's not like the movie. Oh, I thought you said who. And I was like, what? Yeah, I also thought you said that. I was like, huh. (laughs) (laughs) You know me, hard owl. Anyway. Connor, do you have more you want to say about those shows? Because otherwise I'm going to go off. Where was I? Um, you loved Falcon and the Winter Soldier, because it was nothing like what you expected. I loved Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It went in the direction I expected, but they just also just kind of like flipped my expectations upside down and made something awesome. I love, I love both of them. They're great. And I love the end, but I'm not going to spoil that because it ended today. Well, by the time they're listening to this, it's probably June. You've um, been wholesome. 
Also, we're going to issue spoiler warning. Enough said, the I guess. Thing... If you haven't watched it, go away. If you haven't watched it, you're a loser and you're missing out. Okay, if you haven't watched it, we love you and it's that's understandable, but we're going to be spoiling and we don't want to ruin it for you. So, if you haven't heard, if you haven't seen it, just um just ignore us for a little bit. Or just Did you the see Did you see the post-credit scene? I did and I'm not surprised. Yeah, me either. Um context <laughs> again. Um Sharon Carter who has a complicated history of uncomfortability is now just a villain. And now she's infiltrated the government. So that's yeah. a thing. I think she's pretty darn cool. I hate her because she's evil now. I like her because she's evil now. I liked her before. I like her even better now. I don't understand why she turned so evil. Why not? She wants well, to make money. I the mean, past few years were hard on her, and now she wants... Um, I guess that's fair. Yeah. Universal driver. Money. Yep. Yeah. Connor, out of WandaVision, Falcon... And the Winter Soldier, which did you like more? Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, same. Because I'm not biased. Clearly not. I have no but bias. You are not nitpicking nor biased, and you win. I haven't watched either, but I enjoyed the rants about uh, WandaVision and how I guessed the ending right a little bit. Yeah, Connor, I, and Mrs. Code Beans, we would just kind of just, before podcast sessions, we would just ramble and be like, WandaVision, I can't believe Wanda was actually Vision the whole time. No spoiler warning, because that's not true. I can't I believe, believe that it. Wanda wasn't blind and could actually see. No, right? But yeah, it was fun hearing all the <laughs> rants and ramblings of them trying to guess the plot. <laughs> and just start terrible the theories. theories. All the film theories. I never watched what, like, the film theories. I did, I because of you. Uh, but there was, what, like, three or four within the time WandaVision was coming out? Yeah. Yeah. I, I have some thoughts about both of them. They were, just, like, golly gosh, Marvel is killing it. Like, they are murdering it, like, brutally destroying it. A lot, I know a lot of people after Endgame were like, how are they ever going to make, like, I'm done with Marvel. They can't make anything else. Those people need to change their diapers. They've changed the game completely. Going in, Falcon and Winter Soldier, I was like, meh. I'm not really excited. This just looks like an action show about these two guys who probably won't even kiss. Well, they didn't kiss. I was right. However, the actual show, the vibes were amazing. Joaquin Torres stole the show. Best character. But I was absolutely hooked. It was so... No offense, Steve Rogers, but this was my favorite story about Captain America, by far. All the stuff with Agreed. Isaiah Bradley... It was a lot more, it was so much more important than I thought. I thought it was just going to be an action story about what what it took for Sam Wilson to finally become Captain America. But then it actually became about way more than that, about like addressing the flaws with the government and ignoring the voices of the people and like how black people are treated. And like, it was handled extremely well. And I am obviously a white person, but I just know that the, I know from content creators I follow that a lot of the themes they tackled were so important and appreciated. It was good stuff to see. And Sam Wilson is Captain America. He looks amazing. His suit is so cool. Agreed. I love his suit so much. Oh my god. His suit in the comics looks cool, but on screen, it's beautiful. And the way he uses the shield with his wings, I'm sorry, Steve Rogers, but you will not be missed because Sam is way cooler than you as Cap. I have not Ooh, seen the show, but I agree. Yeah. 
Okay, it was that's just super cool as shit. Okay. Yeah. That's for WandaVision. Glad you've seen the light. WandaVision was also really good, but I think I mentioned, like, towards the end, I was like, mm. like, I still really loved it, and I was hooked the whole time. But WandaVision, I think, started out a lot stronger, because I just loved the vibes from the sitcom reality, but then the with each episode, it gets more and more modernized, and once they were caught up to modern times, that's when it just kind of lost the charm that it had before. Like, it, like, it peaked in the 80s episode. That was my favorite. And Jimmy Woo. Jimmy Woo. Jimmy Woo. Jimmy Woo. Wait, Aaron, did you watch WandaVision? Uh, I still have not. <gasps> I saw the clip of the ending on Twitter, oh. and that's it. Cody, you're excused. at being god-awful at watching any show. Yeah. Cody, so you're excused. Is that you trying to say, oh my I should God. leave? At you saying no, I'm... like I'm not gonna yell at you for not watching Wandavision. Not on, not on recording, you mean? I'll watch it eventually. No. I want to watch it. I just can't watch shows alone, and the only person who mm. will watch shows with me has never seen a Marvel movie. So here's the thing. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. I don't care that okay. we're on recording. I oh. will yell at them if I have to. Yeah, that's yeah, no, true. That's what happens. So, I don't know, maybe at the time that this is being edited and uploaded, if any of these people have seen the shows, we'll indicate it so you can judge them less hard. Because the Disney Plus shows are amazing, and Loki looks fantastic. I will be watching Loki. I don't care. I will watch that I love Loki so, so much. Hard. Yeah. Mar- Marvel Phase, like, Phase 4 is... Oh my god, they're just not- they're changing the game. And the trailer for Shang-Chi came out a few days ago, and it looks amazing. <laughs> I don't really know much about the character no. from the comics, but I love Samu Liu. Um, and he's in it. And the trailer looked so cool. The fighting looked so awesome. I'm just, I'm so stoked for that movie. I guess I'm the only one. <laughs> I'm, I'm right. excited, I just thought someone else was going to say something, so I was waiting. I thought you were going to say something. Oh, really? Who else would say something? <laughs> I don't know. None of these other people watch Marvel movies. Guys, can I confess my sins? Sure. sure you might get executed. Um, I mean, okay, I've, I've always kind of been into Marvel, but I still haven't seen half the movies, and... Uh, I, I went and saw Far From Home in theaters with TBD. But I still have never seen Homecoming. All right. So, yeah, you're going to I'm, I'm worse. Uh, so, I still haven't seen Endgame, even though, you know, it came out. Perish. And the only two Marvel it's movies I can remember watching is Age of Ultron and I think Iron Man 2. That's it. I don't I watch still, movies. I've only I seen those. still haven't. Okay, I haven't seen. I've seen. The first Captain America, I've seen all the Avengers movies. I still have not seen Civil War. Uh, what? I haven't Civil seen War. Civil War. You goon. I know. Civil War is so good. I you know. Don't realize, but you guys are like watching through and just skipping like important movies. Like if you go into Infinity War without seeing Civil War, you're like, when did Tony and Steve break up? I didn't watch Winter Soldier either. What? I'm sorry. Honestly, no, no. I'll be honest. I hadn't seen Winter Soldier until um, Mrs. Code Beans and I watched it last summer. 
Which actually, no, that brings up another thing I had to say about Falcon and the Winter Soldier show. So, the start of every episode, um, they just do a little thing. This, like, they do an intro scene. Screen goes black and says Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Then at the end of the last episode, they change it to say Captain America and the Winter Soldier. And if they get a season two, they'll have to change it. But that being said, that means they'll have a movie called Captain America, the Winter Soldier. And then they'll have a show called Captain America and the Winter Soldier. And that's going to confuse the hell out of people. Whoa. Okay, I have a tangent fact about that I think I've told most of the people here, but for the audience at home, about some weird things that they had to cut out in uh, the Age of Ultron movie. Oh, yes. Which, now, it... if you, you don't know, I forget the name of the person who plays the voice of uh, Ultron. Oh, oh um, James Spader. James Spader. Uh, but James Spader also did all the body cam footage for Ultron as well. All, like, the facial acting, physical acting. But he also, he also isn't nine feet tall like uh, the Ultron robot like, what? suit that he upgrades to. Uh, so to simulate that, they took three glowing tennis balls and put them on a stick attached to his back to simulate where Ultron's eyeline is. Oh. Now, James Spader has the kind of voice that makes you want to look him in the eye while he's talking. That's like an entire bit in The Office, a show I haven't really watched, uh, in which just he can get anything he wants by just talking. Now, there are clips on YouTube, or I don't know if they're on YouTube, but they were deleted because some of the actors, both, for the most part, like newer actors at that time, but even some of the old ones, like, couldn't keep their focus on the three glowing tennis balls up nine feet in the air, and, to be instead, fair. and instead would look at James Spader's eyeline, which, with all the, uh, all the, like, editing, mm -hmm. to, like, actually make the Ultron, like, body, uh, oh. made it look like they were staring at his crotch. <laughs> <laughs> so there are, so I think Either the clips exist or they were deleted, but there are clips of Wanda just taking peeks down, trying to stay at focus on these three little glowing tennis balls, and with all the CGI, makes it look like she's taking glances at Ultron's crotch. <laughs> well, I don't blame listen, her. Listen, you have to give the whole cast some slack because, frankly, whenever Brody talks, like I find it hard to focus on the three glowing tennis balls above his head. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yep. And he he, he never tells me why they're there. I'm like, Brody, what's with the tennis balls in your head? Why he just gives floating. me this dirty look. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's weird. But yeah, side tangent anyway, over. Uh, yeah, we were talking Marvel. WandaVision, amazing. Falcon Winter Soldier, even more enjoyable personally. Then she's looking am amazing. The Eternals sounds pretty cool, but there's not much to go off of that one. Apparently, I, I, I just read today that uh, Captain America 4 has been confirmed, which would obviously oh. be starring Sam Wilson, not Steve Rogers. Oh, as Apparently, it was the creator of Falcon Winter Soldier, or head showrunner, I guess, is going to be working on a fourth Captain America film. However, this time, it's about our main man, Sam, as yeah. it should be. Oh my god. Okay. It, it, obviously, by the time this is out, we'll know if that news is true or not. It's my only prediction is that this is when they'll introduce Joaquin Torres as the new Falcon, because it's Ooh. what he deserves. Only Connor and I know who that is, but 
He's the best yeah. boy. I'll pretend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Basically, if you love Jimmy Woo, you would love him. He's such a sweet lad. I, depending on when uh, the movie comes out, I might like try to watch it, like watch up to it, and then watch it in theater- theaters with the rest of you. That's smart. That's like it's gonna be at oh, least like, three or four. It's gonna be like three years away. So yeah. Time. Uh, also, another side tangent: the last movie, at least I can remember watching in the- theaters, and most of us watched in theaters. Was the Sonic. Sonic movie on Valentine's Day yeah, before the pandemic movie in started? The world. Did, no you cap. guys see the step photo? There's a step photo for Sonic Hedgehog two, and I'm I'm just oh, gonna I say, knuckles, 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 my so knuckles. So legally, I think, yeah, we'll have to do a TCR goes to see Sonic two vlog because even if we're living in different cities, I don't care. We're meeting up to watch Sonic two. Listen, I I'm, okay. I've always. I've always been a Sonic fan since I was, like, a yeah, little baby, because Sonic Adventure 2 was, like, the first video game I ever got obsessed with because of my brother. I unironically love the Sonic movie so much. It was so good, and I'm very glad that was the last movie I ever watched in theaters. I enjoyed it. It was fun. It also, was. if Shadow isn't in the second movie, I might be a little pissed off. Listen, we're getting yeah. Tails and Knuckles. I think we just need to be grateful for what we've got right now. I'm very grateful... Uh, for Knuckles. I, I think the bad guy's gonna either be Eggman coming back or Metal Sonic. That's my well, I saw I, I saw a video the other day of, that someone posted and they were like, oh, they're filming Sonic the Hedgehog by my street and some of the, like, crewmates were playing with my dog. Crewmates? And then, stop. <laughs> and then someone was like, oh, w- did you see Jim Carrey? And then they were like, Jim Carrey was a little busy. And then they just showed a video of him just, like, hanging from the wires over a building, just, like, chilling, <laughs> so. <laughs> okay, so Eggman's back, which makes sense, because yep. this time he'll be Eggman. Yeah, he went to yep, Mushroom yep. Land, remember? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shroom Land. He got bald. Anyway, uh, let's um, yeah. reel back, because uh, what are the left? Arma, Tandrin, and Inkron, what have been keeping your guys's? What pleases you? Um, I guess I'll go, I'll go first. It's not really shows, because I'm awful at watching anything TV. I tried to put shows on Netflix, and I tried to, like, continue watching She-Ra. But yes. then I was like, brain go burr. I don't want to watch Netflix. <laughs> I think yeah. I watched maybe two or three episodes of ancient aliens just sitting there being like these people are crazy <laughs> i watch i watch those types of shows that are like aliens were real and they exist or aliens most likely are real but they came to earth on our planet and i'm just like y'all are crazy it's it's amazing watching like people be like ah yes i need all to of poke my head in i'm sorry i need to poke my head in today was a good day for me because I went to local grocery place and I got Lucky Charms. While I was in the line waiting, there was a magazine that said the five like leaders of the superpower countries had a secret Pentagon meeting. The magazine just in big ass letters said World War Three is coming, and then the sub headline for a different thing in the magazine was UFO footage assaulting Navy ships. So, well then. So if you're listening to this right now, then I guess the world didn't end. Yeah, Yeah. I guess. Uh, But yeah, like, whilst I highly doubt that we're the only things that are alive in this. Actually, we've proven that there are aliens technically because we found living bacteria on another planet. 
on Mars. So technically aliens are real. That's a tangent. Uh, but like, specifically, because on Ancient Aliens, like, for like the one and a half episodes I watched, like, just being bored, uh, they, they don't bring on, like, as many historical experts. They bring on writers who write alien stories. And then, and then they also have this whole, like, are they real? Are they not? And all that stuff. And then, it, you know, but then at the end, it's like, are they real or not? We can't say. Ooh. Also, didn't, wasn't it like last year, like a whole bunch of different governments? But here's the thing. They, they don't say like skeptics or anything when they're talking about people who believe in aliens. They say ancient alien theorists ancient, as if it's like no, their community. It's ancient <laughs> astronaut theorists. You. Oh, wait, no, it is that. It is that. It's such, like, it's entertaining. I enjoy it. But in my brain, it's always just like, these people, this is funny. I enjoy this. And then also, it's History Channel After Dark. That's what it is. It's where all the history goes to die. Uh, but yeah, I was going to go into another side tangent. Oh yeah, I remember. Wasn't it last year that a whole bunch of, like, high-ranking government officials from a whole bunch of countries said, oh yeah, we've been in contact with aliens? Yeah. Yep. I, while I doubt there there's room for that to happen, I guess, but it's like, oh, also the entire Book of Mormon is based on aliens, kinda, which is funny. Yeah. And I did not know that. So yeah, that's, that's what's been given keeping me busy other than like video games let's go that's that's later aaron do you have something oh i always have something um <laughs> okay what's been keeping me busy? oh okay so recently as i'm sure all of tcr knows because i have brain rot so i talk about it 24 7 i've been re-watching ruby again and yeah. oh boy did i miss this show because uh if you didn't know as uh from like ages i want to say 10 to like now i was always obsessed with rooster teeth i still have my like 60 dollar yearly membership because i keep forgetting to cancel it um but when ruby came out in 2013 i was like oh boy rooster teeth anime hell yeah and I watched it, and I got up to, like, season three, and then I fell off. And then recently, I was, like, to my boyfriend, I was, like, we should watch Ruby, because season eight just came out, and I saw a spoiler, and I want to know what happened. So we rewatched it, and now I'm obsessed with it again, because I forgot how much I loved it. Even though it has many a flaws, it's still my favorite show, and it holds up. So that's what Aaron's been doing. You know, when it comes to Ruby, I, I did enjoy throughout the whole thing, and then my my analytical brain kicked in and was like, and, and then picked it apart, and I was like, oh, now I'm sad. Because, like, I was enjoying yeah. it. It's basically any show is good if you just t turn your brain off and you don't think about it, you know? Yeah, I definitely get I definitely think it's it falls apart a little, like, season's four to eight but, but to be fair like they kind of have a pretty good excuse as to why it's not well that yeah because you know monty um didn't leave anything behind for them to use yeah and i mean miles and carrie did like are doing like a really good job but it's definitely not the same ruby mm -hmm. but i think i don't remember 
I think it was up to season six was when I stopped watching and then I watched one episode of season seven and I just couldn't watch it because I just felt so sad. Yeah, it definitely, like, season six and seven, it definitely gets, like, way different and, like, the format changes a lot and you're just like, whoa, what happened? But it's still, it's still good, it's just not as good. I think yep. people were so surprised when Penny came back. But it's like, yeah. she's a robot. Why wouldn't she come back? Yeah, no, I saw that one come. As soon as she... Spoilers, by the way. As soon as she died, I was like, oh, she's coming back. She's a robot. What do you, like, she's not dead. Yeah, it's kind of hard to kill off a robot. Yeah. I mean, it was still sad, but I was like, no, that's not the end. Yeah, I, f I'm, I really... Because I know that there's the thing of creation, and I think that's in the season 8, right? Uh, yes. Because I, I, Ironwood gets the whatever, what is it, is it a sword of creation? Uh, it's a sword or a staff. I think it's a staff. Because uh, I, I know that, that, that they get the, 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 the creation thing. I really hope that they don't bring Pyrrha back because, like, death should be permanent. No, me too. That's just too, like, I mean, it would be great because Pyrrha's great, but it's like, that's, at that point, that's, like, too fan service for me. I really liked Ruby. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, the, the the Sun and Blake with th that whole thing where it's like a full season of just Sun and Blake when you know that they're just like, it's... Yeah. What, what were they going to do with that? Because Sun has to go back to his team, which means that he, the really, there wasn't going to be a relationship in the first place. Yeah. And also... Well, that, see, my biggest thing with like that is that, like, I mean... I, I love Bumblebee. I think they're really cute, but I think I do think that it was very fan service and it just came out of nowhere. And I think I've talked about this before, but it it was definitely very clear when they introduced Sun and then had the entire season of just Blake and Sun being together that they intended for them to be in a relationship at first. Yeah. But also it's like the the, the whole thing what Monty originally wanted apparently it was that uh, the team of Ruby would be like a sisterhood the, the, the yeah. being sisters and all that um, so that's that's kind of weird but yeah it does feel kind of fan service and I just I hate how Yang gets over her PTSD by the power of love I know yeah definitely I mean it's a good show but like it definitely has a lot of Fan service faults. They did Adam dirty. They did. I okay. Listen, that made me mad because he was like the big bad, and he was like a really cool villain and super powerful. And then he, they just killed him because they were like, no, Blake has a girlfriend now, so they can just kill him. Oh God, I hate how he became just angry ex boyfriend because yeah. Was a fairly morally gray character because he was doing it for a good cause um he, he was part of the white fang for a good cause and he cared about the white fang that's why he didn't um join cinder and all that because he, he even said yeah no this is a human cause i'm not gonna go for that i'm i'm all about the faunuses i fight for the faunuses uh you guys can go bugger off and then later on he's just like ha i killed the leader of the faunuses you know the people that i that i care about that i fight for yeah he turned into like morally gray like has his own reasons like almost anti-hero into just like i want power and only power and also to murder my ex-girlfriend 
Though I don't think that they even had a relationship to begin with in the uh, anyways. Yeah. But it's just, I'm just sad that they kind of, because he was a great character and the White Fang was a pretty good incentive yeah. to keep everybody moving because instead now we have Salem who doesn't do anything because that's the, the whole trope of the villain villain in the armchair not doing anything. Well, yeah, and then they had the whole like thing where they were like, let's ask the the knowledge genie and then she's like no you cannot kill salem and it's just like oh okay so that's it yeah though i i do like the the whole ospin thing though i feel so bad for oscar though like dang (laughs) you're just living a normal quiet life Damn, if, if only Connor were here, then he would have laughed. Well, and then there was, like, the one scene where he's like, oh, I'm just gonna become one of his lives, aren't I? And Ruby's like, no. And then Crow's like, nah, don't lie to him. You're right. I don't think <laughs> I saw like, that episode. If, if that's, like, a season 7 or season 8 episode, then I don't remember that one. I think it was, like, later season 6, but I don't remember. Season 6 started off good. Um, especially with the the spooky brain messer upper um, grins. Yes. Yeah. I'm upset that they didn't like continue that, if that makes sense. Because you know they, they were having these bad thoughts and hating each other. It would have been great if if they were like, dang, maybe the Grim didn't just implant those thoughts. Maybe we did have those thoughts and it just amplified them. Yeah, I really liked. Um, yeah, seasons the def it's definitely like the end of like season six definitely just seems like filler the season. Uh <laughs> yeah, I do wish they did more with that. Cause it was a it's a pretty good plot point and it would have added a lot of um internal conflict, which would have been nice. Yeah. I just yeah, I really like season. I think it was season six that they revealed the whole like Ozpin stuff. Yeah, but, like it, was. it started off really strong when they had like the whole big like plot twist and backstory of like oh Ozpin and Salem were in love and he like reincarnates and stuff like that. But then once they were like oh yeah, Ozpin just abandoned us now. Then it was just like filler and like nothing else interesting happened that season so you're like oh okay that's it yeah though i will say that the god of light is such an idiot yeah (laughs) why he was just like yeah so um i'm gonna teach you how dying is important by making you not be able to die ever yeah (laughs) huh yeah i just like that like the she was like the big villain and she like challenged the gods and like took out humanity and they're like yeah for your punishment we're gonna let you do that again i don't understand why they were like hey so you know how you raised the whole army against us because you know i made you immortal and this is basically all my fault yeah we're just gonna get rid of humanity yeah it's like it's so dumb. I don't like those are so, they're such stupid gods. But yeah, the beginning of that season was definitely strong because I will say that Ruby is very good at like introducing like plot twists and like building up because I like the part in the like backstory about Ozpin and Salem where they revealed that like the four maidens were their children. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Though like that had to be like, whoa. Mm-hmm. 
I will say that I found that Ruby had too many um, uh, inspirational speeches and the, the yes. whole thing against Crow. That was so dumb when, when she was like, I don't need no adults, you shut up, Crow. Yeah. That was a bit excessive. She didn't need to go on a full speech for that. That was stupid. Yeah. I absolutely, I, I really didn't like the ending of season six where it just turned into this whole thing where they were like, fighting the old woman and then she got this like big robot and it was like what why is this happening yeah. oh like God. when they steal the ship it was such a mess at the end and also the grims don't they don't they're not scary enough or it doesn't show their threat level enough yeah well especially because there was that there was the whole thing where like the leviathan comes up and yeah. then ruby uses the uh, knowledge and then she like freezes it with her silver eyes but then it just like breaks out of it and it's yeah. like the, okay but like the huge god dread froze is still like stuck but the leviathan was frozen for like two seconds yeah and also like the only damage it did was just it it, it just gave a building a haircut and that was it yeah i want to see some this some form of destruction some form of death to say hey these the grim aren't to be messed with they are dangerous yeah other than just being told i want to actually see it and i mean i guess so that we did kind of we we saw like psychological damage with with the with the brain rot grims mm -hmm. but like we haven't seen the only form of uh physical damage was uh, uh season three but that was a lot of because of um ironwood's sabotaged mechs and all that yeah yeah, I definitely really wish they would do more with the Grim because, like, the mind control, like, drain your energy ones were really cool. But then the rest of the, like, big threat Grims have all been the same where it's like, oh, there's a big Grim and then they fight it and then it's dead. And it, like, topples one building and that's it. It needs to do damage, is the thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they, like, make it a whole point to be, like, the Grims are dangerous, and many huntresses and hunters have died to them. But and then they're dies. just, like, wolves. And it's like, okay. I has anybody died to a Grim yet? Okay, I guess there was technically, like, one guy on the train in Season 6. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. But he was dumb. But... And it was just a side character that nobody cares about. I don't know, that, that was just yeah, one I casualty. I don't think there's really been anyone who died to i don't even think there's anyone who's been like seriously injured to a grim though so, um oh yeah there, there's also speaking of serious injuries i just remember that weiss's scar wasn't aligned in some of the original uh in in the first few seasons oh yeah I th that was so weird and then they actually lined it up um in i don't remember which which season it was but it was it just seemed weird another thing about uh about the, the 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 whole team team dynamic, Jean yes. is the person that 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 know that's supposed because because he he's not powerful he doesn't have a cool semblance, he's the healer and the tank. Yeah. So um he basically and he's also supposed to be the analytical the analytical one that's like hey, um attack this attack that because I can't really do anything else. Yeah, but then, and then Ruby just kind of comes in, and she's like, no, that's me now. And then there's even Oscar, who tells people what to do in the season six yeah. with the, the big robot. It's just, it's such a mess. 
Yeah, it really is. But I, I like, I really liked, I think, I think seasons two and three will always be my favorites. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I just, I really liked, I wish they would like somewhat go back to the original format because my favorite part of the whole series probably is just like the ending fight in season two, I think it is, where like everyone comes together and like Coco and uh, them are there and Sun and his team. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was cool. Weiss will always be my favorite character. I love Weiss a lot. She's so cool. I like that she can just like make her like big giant bee thing now. Oh yeah, that's right. Weiss is definitely my favorite of the main four. Um, okay. You know, actually no, Neo, I also really like Neo. But I, I know Neo, that she, she doesn't yeah. have a lot of character, but she's so cool. I know, I love how like, just like, mysterious she is. Like, no one knows like, where she where she's from or what her deal is but she's just like insanely powerful she's also like the shortest character so you remember that one scene where uh where the where yang was about to fight neo and then oh, yeah, she's... she's like so little she like is up to her waist <laughs> yeah it's it's just great i love neo actually no neo, neo's my favorite she's great yeah I, I like neo a lot um, I'm really glad that she came back, though Ronan was also, like, really cool. Ronan didn't deserve to die the way that he died, because oh, I felt like Oh, yeah, he... that was absolutely His name's Ronan, right? Bad. <laughs> but it's just, like, the, the dynamic between Ronan and Neo was really cool. Just also, Ronan had, was so charismatic. It was so great. Yeah. He, Ronan was an incredibly good villain. I really liked it. Like, I liked it in the first few seasons, the villains actually were doing things but uh with i don't know the way that he died was just bad because because he just was deleted he didn't have a cool death he was like i'm unkillable dies oh wait yeah. no he was killed i by also a girl. noticed like they had this whole like in seasons one and two the whole big thing other than the white fang was that the villains were like trying to collect as much dust as possible for some reason, and then they just forgot about that. Yeah, like that's just not a thing anymore, and they never explained it. Yeah, I don't know what's up with the dust. Oh, yeah. Seeing as we were talking about favorite character, you know what? I don't think I really have. No, Neo's my top favorite, but the, everything else, um, number two is held by both Weiss and Crow. Yeah, Crow's definitely my favorite. Crow, just. What a poor crow, man. Yeah, I know. It's so unfortunate. Though I know that there's lots of theories about Summer Rose and all that. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, and how that... crow is like Ruby's real dad and stuff. Though I think that that theory is a bit weaker. Though um, the one theory that I do think would be the best one that they would use is the one where um, something happened where there was like crow and Summer on a mission and crow's bad luck ability killed summer somehow yeah i yeah i really like that one i also like like there was the whole thing in season six where it was revealed that like oh ozpin gave raven and crow the ability to turn into birds and then everyone was really upset about that for some reason and i still don't know why wait yeah why i don't get it like i remember yang was like i can't believe he would do this and it's like what, that's awesome. What, why, why is everyone so upset about it? What? What's the curse? Like, they can turn into birds? Uh, that's, yeah. I see this as an absolute win. 
Yeah, like it's like shown so many times as like Crow using it to his advantage to his advantage to like seek around and like fly away faster and then he's all like angsty about it. And it's like I don't why? Like you're still a human. He didn't turn you permanently into a bird. And like Raven is able to look over um or watch over her 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 daughter because she can turn into a burb. Mm-hmm. I did really like the uh the little plot twist that even though I saw it coming, I, I did really like the reveal that Raven is the maiden. Like, I, I definitely knew that one was coming, but I still was like, hell yeah. And then they give the winter... How did they give the, the, the winter maiden thing? Oh, is it the winter maiden to Penny? I think so. Anyways, like, how did they give the maidenship to to a robot? So I know that I said <laughs> that I haven't watched any of the things, but I have still, like, read up on it. Yeah. A few things. I, I know that like Nora over overexerts her semblance and gets like lightning scars everywhere. Yeah. Um. I definitely. I really liked. I really liked Raven's character at the beginning. How like it was never really clearly said whether or not she was a villain or not. I I really liked that. But then then she just left because she was like, uh, bye. And then Yang was like, okay. Cinder is a very weak character because she's just, we don't, what does she want? Because she just wants to be powerful. Yeah. She was like, really, I want, I want more of Emerald and Mercury because I think though they're, they're like really good villains in the way that like their whole life basically revolves around how Cinder helped them. Mm-hmm. They have such a great dynamic as well. Yeah, like, they basically see themselves as siblings, kind of, which is also yeah. nice. You guys still on about Ruby, huh? Okay. Yeah. yeah. How this long has it been? Going on for a while. It's been a little bit. This has I become the Ruby. Like, I think it's been like at least half an hour. Maybe. Yeah, Welcome the beginning the of the podcast started with like you guys talking about Marvel and like me and Ryan just like sitting here quietly, and then it's just like an hour of us just ranting about Ruby. And I'm just gonna sit here then. <laughs> I might watch it again at some point. Um, we can transition off of this because Ryan, you never got to say what you've been keeping busy with because I just said I was into Ruby and then we just started talking about Ruby forever. It means Binding of Isaac Repentance came out for any people that actually play Ooh. that. God, Repentance is so good. I know that they made McMillan made the game a lot harder. I, I'm gonna. Be saying McMillan. I know that there's a bigger team and there's also Kilroy and all that. Yeah. Everybody yells at McMillan whenever it, whenever anything goes wrong because like Binding of Isaac is just one of those games where something goes wrong and then you, you just yell McMillan, Ed, Ed. Yeah. But um, <laughs> God, it's amazing what they did. The score for the new levels are just so good. The music in Binding of Isaac is just insane. Yeah, I've never played it, but uh, yeah, I have a friend who's been replaying Afterbirth. I think it's called. Um, and it look. I've always been really interested. I've always really liked the art style of it. The best I way that I can describe it, McMillan's art style is, oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Binding of Isaac looks like an innocent game, but it's like it's really dark. And well, isn't gross. I remember watching my. Isn't the like whole plot of it that it's like a super religious mother that tries to like kill her son and then he escapes to the basement or something? Yeah, the yeah. The, the whole point 
The reason for making Binding of Isaac was to show like how damaging religion can be on children. And um, now we made it political. Just kidding. Not political. <laughs> welcome, to, welcome back, guys. Oh, whoa, whoa! We got the we got the five back. We have the elite yeah. five. Maybe, maybe are we still recording. Yes, we are. Um, nope. No. Wait, <laughs> guys. Hmm. Are we on air? All of that We're was on ground. It's too <laughs> late. But no. Uh, back to Isaac. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't play Binding of Isaac because I have no money to buy the games. Because I mean, also the DLCs. So just watch. I mean, I just watch Huts play it, and I watch Tear Grace. But Tear Grace kind of stopped playing it, but then he's playing it again. So I occasionally watch Tear Grace play it again. But anyways, it's just the I really like what they did with 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 the game. It's just it's kind of crazy to know that Kilroy, the guy that made a uh, a mod called Anti-Birth for Afterbirth Plus. He made like yes. a whole extra game mode and everything. And then Ed comes in and he's like, hey, come on the team and make it official. And that's just crazy! Yeah. That's insane! But uh, I, the game is also significantly harder, so that's 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 great. It's always good to Ooh. hear. The, the, the new characters that were added, I won't spoil it any further than that, but there's like there's 34 characters instead, and it's like it, it's really cool. Um, all the extra stuff that was added because it's basically like new game modes. That's cool. Um, another thing, a good chunk of our team has been have been doing to not be bored as heck is playing it's Minecraft. Yeah, ungodly amount of Minecraft. Yeah, sure have. Yeah, all of us. Every single one of every single person in this call has been playing Minecraft because all of us yep. own a copy of we Minecraft. We all own it, obviously. I mean, you just have to be weird to not own it. Own a copy. So yeah. um, you see the it joke. The, the, the joke here is that we're alienating Leaf because they're cringe and dumb and stupid, because <laughs> because they don't have Minecraft. Yeah. Yep. And also they have a big forehead. I've been playing it a lot. Me uh, too. Especially with the Origins mods and all that stuff, because yeah, we also have a server amongst us just to mess around. God, mm -hmm. I can't tell you like how many. So we have. I well. I'm in two servers because we have the server that everyone in Team Code Red is in where we have the Origins mod. And then I'm in another server with a bunch of my other friends. And I can't tell you how many times I've died in the normal server because we don't have Origins. And I play a feline in the Origins mod so I don't have fall damage. So I've died like at least eight times this week just jumping off of things because I think I won't die and then I do. But I was playing on my hardcore server. That is just me. Ooh. And Jesus Christ, it's difficult. Yeah. I'm. It doesn't help that I was playing an arach. I'm playing an arachnid, which means I have seven hearts. Oh. Which means everything hurts more. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, fun. Yep. Yeah. I didn't. I definitely didn't have to spend seven stacks of coal to make a bridge to the Nether Fortress. Leaf's just sitting here like, what in the hell are they talking about? That might be. Because they're cringe and don't know the game. Pat forehead. Well, right. I like to say on the record, well, these guys, well, they all play Minecraft. I work on comics, so. Hmm. so well, yeah, I'm already done my comic work, so. Hmm. That's true. I, I get the privilege. 
for Warhead, yeah. which is out, by the way. It's been out for a little while. You should go read it. You should. Winky yeah. wink wink. Read please? it right now. Please? Winky please. Read, read it after you finish this episode. And um, Gold Rush is coming soon, so beep beep boop. Read it right now or else. Whoa, 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 whoa. Connor will come to your house. Connor, your approach is too aggressive. No, Con- Connor will personally go to your house and um, tell you that you're a nice person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do that a lot in real life. Yeah, it happens to me daily. I will start doing that. I have. I will walk over to Aaron and Lee's houses just to say, you're doing great. And then disappear. Just got, you disappear into the shadows. I'm sorry, I just got back without context. All I know is that Cody's coming to my house to tell me I did something. Yeah, yeah you murdered. Um, you committed murder. Yeah. Shaking my yeah. head. No comment. You're not shaking your head. You've done worse. I've done worse. Yeah. What have I done? Everything. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. Anyways, I think. Can you tell that this wasn't planned? <laughs> <laughs> I think we can go on a few more tangents before we wrap up. So if yeah, anyone has anything they have to talk about. I finished my about. tangent. I won't I think take you, any more time. I think Tangent. you overestimate how long we can hook an audience. Well then. I'm about to die. Oh, nice. oh don't do that. Or In do. Real life. Don't die until after tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. Um, But anyways, seemingly that's all the time we have for this impromptu on-air recording. I'd say it went up pretty well. Yeah, yeah it went good. It uh, was but... alright, I guess. Thank you for oh, watching. Have a lovely day. And I, hope, I hope your life is more organized than this episode was. And if we made you smile... Too bad. Why do I even try?